And I'm going to do it one more time for our last show. Winner, winner, Rocco. Hey. How you doing? Winner, winner. I'm doing good. I'm great. What an amazing season. Can't believe we made it all the way. We're to Super Bowl. Loving our experience here in Vegas on the highway drive. It's just been an amazing season. Lots of fun. Absolutely. So I kind of feel like it's ironic for me that Cincinnati's in the um, Super Bowl because you remember what Cincinnati did to me this season. That's right. Ironic kicked me out of my Super Bowl with the loss to the Browns. Your survival pool. Your survival pool. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah, my survival yeah. My survival pool. Yeah. So I was anti-Cincinnati after was that. Was it the Browns? They, they, they lost to the, the Browns is what knocked you out? Or was it the Jets? I, You know, they were a huge 13-point favorite, and they got killed that game. I think it was the Jets. Was it the Jets? Yeah. Yeah, you may be right. It's actually an interesting it's actually an interesting point to bring up about the Bengals, you know, which is uh they had some bad losses. You know what I mean? They lost to the Jets, you know, and they um but we can get more into that, you know, as, as we talk about the game. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the Super Bowl. Let's make some money. Um we can add some prop bets in there. Those are always fun. Um, you know, we can tell our listeners, you know, how to go. It's as simple as you could bet on the coin toss, heads or tails. I mean, it could just be a lot of prop bets or just, you know, pure luck, just like that one. Um, but there's a lot yeah. of interesting prop bets. So um, there was a huge bet. I don't know if you saw it, Rocco, placed at Caesars. Um, someone put over half a, half a million dollars on the Rams uh, minus. Yeah which moved the line. Um, I think the line kind of come back down. It went from four to four and a half because of that bet, but I think it's back down to four. And, yeah, someone that placed a huge bet in Vegas. I wonder who it could be. Yeah. Well, right. And and for the Super Bowl, it's always interesting. You never know. I mean, if someone places that, that kind of a bet in a regular season game or something, then or an over-under or something, or not that they necessarily would take a bet that big on the over-under, but – you know, a smaller game, I think that's, that's like a, that's wise guy money. You know what I mean? That's, that syndicate money. For the Super Bowl, and especially involving the Rams, you know what I mean? Cause, you know, we know the Rams have a lot of celebrity followers and, um, high rollers in LA. So who knows whether that's like a, whether that's a gambling industry bet or whether that's, uh, some rich guy in, 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 uh, just a big fan. Yeah. Exactly. Who wants to who wants to show off or something? But um, I, I heard something, and, and I didn't see the details on this, but I heard Drake made like a million dollar crypto bet or something on the Rams. So, oh wow! Uh, but it's interesting that the line came back down. I think my sense of it is, which is really interesting, and I find it almost hard to believe. But what I've heard is that the public that there's public money on the Bengals. You know, not an avalanche, but that there's a healthy amount of public money on the Bengals um, that's keeping this line, you know, uh, steady. Able. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I see that. Um, you know, I'm here in L.A., and there are a lot of Bengals fans here. 
there's um there's like a, a whole display yesterday so uh there's there's gonna be a lot of um commotion at the stadium it's so exciting i wish i could go i'm not i'm not gonna be there <laughs> you don't have uh five thousand dollars for for a ticket to the super bowl no <laughs> okay. i went to the super bowl party last night though um, okay, obviously. You went to a Super Bowl party last night? Yeah, I don't know why they call it a Super Bowl party, but I guess there's, like, parties all weekend. Yeah, they went to a huge private party in the hills. Like, um, the guy right lives right next door to the Clintons and um, Megan and Harry. <laughs> so that's where, that's where I was last night. <laughs> like a big, crazy party with a bunch of, like, young people? It wasn't crazy. I would say 50 people, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. People, no, it wasn't what, you know, it was like a huge backyard overlooking all of LA. So it was outside. It was really nice. Oh, so it was sort of during the day? No. It was at night. Oh, it was at night. Uh, who'd you go with? Well, I went with one of my best friends, Kelly. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and it was like, you know, I don't stay out that late. It's like 12, then 1, 2. I'm like, guys, I got to record my radio show tomorrow. I got let's let I got to go. <laughs> All right. There you go. You got to make sacrifices. I walk the dog, and I'm here, and I'm ready. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so, all right. So, there's Bengals fans in L.A., um, and uh, you're not going to the game, but I'm, I'm sure you're you're ready to go now. Have you have you made a wager on the game? Do you have a, do you have a pick on the game? I'm going with Ram. Yeah, I'm yeah. going with Ram. Um, I do think it's going to be a close game, and like you said, Cincinnati. What was it? Down twenty three, twenty one to three at Arrowhead, and then come back and win that game, like. It, they're just so unpredictable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this 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 four this line of four is going to come into play. I should mention last, you know, two weeks ago with the Rams, the line was three and a half, and boy, did that that half matter. Uh, that's right. That's right. So, um, I know. Actually, I was talking to some people before they came. They bought that down. They bought that down a whole point to two and a half. Yeah, uh, it's really smart. Um, and then they won. But if you had, you know, three and a half, you lost that bet. So this four kind yeah. of scares me. I agree. I, 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 I. Well, you know, it's funny, uh, Margie uh, or Bling. We were we were on the same page in last year's Super Bowl, and we were we were right on right on the money and. We we uh, handicapped last year's Super Bowl. That's what got this whole thing started, and we were that's right. right. Yeah, uh, almost predicted the final score. Uh, you know, definitely we talked about um, Kansas City Mahomes having turf toe and it going to affect the game, and uh, we were totally on the money. Uh, so now I will say this. Yeah, I will say this. I'm in agreement with you this year, and you're in. Uh, uh, with your assessment, although I will say I'm I'm not nearly as confident in the handicap of this game as I was in that game. I just think this is a I think this is a trick trickier game to call in some sense, you know. Um, and there's a lot of variability here. Like it's just I don't I don't entirely trust either one of these teams. 
you know, to be honest. Um, but uh, can you hear me okay? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, it's interesting. I feel like both of these teams, first of all, you got to give the Bengals a ton of credit. We all, you know, and Joe Burrow has been getting a lot of uh, accolades, and rightfully so. Um, you, and you know how I feel about Joe Burrow. I mean, I, I've compared Joe Burrow to Joe Montana on this show uh, much earlier in the season. I was talking about. But last year, toward you know, came back towards ACL. Yeah. No one really expected much, and just here he yeah. Yeah. Now that said. And again, tip of the cap to the Bengals. But that said, you know, and I give them a lot of credit, but still, they've had a lot of luck to get here. You know, I mean, they they had that week one. They had a, you know, we love the Raiders, and the Raiders were, were you know incredibly gutsy this year. But the Raiders were in a tough spot in that game. They were on a short week, coming off of that intense game against the Chargers on a Sunday night. They had to travel um, and uh, play on a Saturday. And the Bengals had been had rested their starters in the last week of the season, so the Bengals had everything in their advantage in that game, and they still barely hung on against the Raiders at home. Right. You know, the Raiders had a chance in that game late to tie it. Um, then they played the Titans, and again they played a good game, but boy, Tannehill just really laid an egg in that game. I mean, Tannehill just sort of gift wrapped that game for the Bengals. Um, and then last week, again, tons of credit to the Bengals for what they did, but but the, the Kansas City Chiefs just imploded. I mean, they, they just completely – I don't know what happened to Patrick Mahomes in the second half of that game. A lot of credit goes to the Bengals because they did do stuff on defense that confused them and they made adjustments. But, um, you know, the Bengals have just sort of been hanging around, scrapping around, and other teams just haven't, you know, the, the big dogs in the AFC, like the Titans and the Chiefs, just weren't able to to take it, you know, that was right there for them, but they just weren't able to do it. And and, and now the Bengals are here. But, uh, yeah, I, I do question whether they're, whether they're uh, you know, whether, whether they can hang in this game, whether their, their luck's going to start to run out a little bit. Yes, I, I mean, I'm still – I'm still going to go at, go with my, with Rams, but the four scares me. I I would recommend to buy that down to three. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, hey, hey, let me let me say this. And, and well, here's what I've been doing. I've been Jesus. working the money line. Oh, yeah. I mean, let, yeah. Let, let's talk about the money line here because this is actually an interesting angle for betting the Super Bowl, right? There's there's a weird little glitch that has developed in the last few years. Uh, there's a trend now over the last decade or so, for whatever reason, and I'm not even sure why, but the public likes to bet the underdog money line in the Super Bowl, right? So that's like a big thing now. Like people will bet the Bengals money line, uh, and, you know, because amateur bettors, they like the whole thing is they like to bet a little, a little bit to win a lot. You know, nobody likes to lay money. People like to say, oh, I can bet this and it can, I can double my money or whatever. So, what that does is it creates a little gap sometimes closer to game time where you get a, you get value on the money line betting the favorite, you know? So it's out of whack. The point spread will stay the same, but the money line will come down. So you're getting a better money line than you normally would on a four point favorite, you know? Um, so the money line's been, the money line's been about, what's that? What is it right now? Uh, it's, it's about 195 minus 195. 
Um, it is what it has been. And that's the right money line for this point spread is about minus 200, minus 195. The speculation is when you get closer to, to, to game time on Sunday, uh, when the public really starts coming in strong, that the money line has a tendency to, might come down to, to like 185, 180, 175. You know, if you can get that money line at one minus 180, you're getting a good deal on the Rams. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, the other option these days, too, is like, um, you know, buy it down, like you said, buy it down to three, buy it down to two and a half, you know, like some middle ground, you know. Yeah, because that was the only, you know, um, way that you won when you took the Rams last week, even though they won the game. But you needed to buy that, that po- the, a full point. Right. Because, you know, and this is I just. You have to do that. When you think a game's going to be close, um, yep. I mean, calling the right winner but th- that's when the points come into sp- into play and really can kill your bet yeah uh, even though you had the right side um yes so yes. the really close games uh and in the playoffs they tend to be close and so i do i don't think i do it most during the season maybe i'll buy a half but never really a full point um but in playoffs and Super Bowl, I do. I yes, I've been doing it more often now, and what I'll often do is parlay it. You know, so actually, what I've been doing, I've had a strategy this week. Is I've been, um, I've been throwing a bunch of parlays out there uh, with different stuff parlayed with the Rams money line. You know, so just, um, yeah. and these are things that will pay off. You do a two teamer, you know, and you can bet like a minus. You can bet like a minus two hundred favorite in another sport, and and uh, and uh, parlay it, pair it up with the Rams money line, and you're going to get roughly an even money bet. You know, um, so for example, I've been I've been betting Olympic hockey. Um, uh, I've been into that, and I've been doing pretty well with it. So I've just done like five or six parlays with Olympic hockey and the Rams money line. You know, just two team parlays. So I'm building up like a stock load of Rams money line, you know, parlays. And hopefully if enough of these, you know, the front ends are, are hitting, then I'll be in good position. And, hey, at that point, if I wanted to, I could get a middle, you know, on the Super Bowl. And I could take the – I could come back and take the Bengals plus four and a half, you know, would be an option. All right, well, let's talk about the game a little bit. Let's talk about um, some props. You know, there's, there's some good props that um, – you know, we can do, let's see, Tyler Board, Tyler Boyd's um, receiving yards. Uh, you, you know, there's a, there's a good prop on that, I think. Um, I, I actually think a fun uh, prop would be uh, to bet on is Joe Burrow going to throw one inter- at least one interception. I would bet that prop. Yeah. Now, of course, you got to look at if, there, if there's a money line aspect to that, like you know what the what the payback is on that. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, there's a way to approach this. Like, I know a lot of the guys, a lot of the pros out there who do this for a living, come from a math background. You know, like that's very common. These guys were math majors. They were, you know, they they worked in accounting. They were, you know, um, they have these types of histories. And and I've seen how these guys break it down, and, and they'll just do. They'll look at every Joe Burrow game, how many games he's throwing interception, you know, sort of do the math and figure out like what, 
based on that history, like what are the odds, you know, uh, of him throwing an interception? What would the proper line be based on that likelihood? And then look for a gap, you know, like between the, the posted line, look for any sort of gaps, you know, between the posted line and what that is. Um, but yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, Yes, obviously, right now, I just looked it up. It's minus 140. Some places have it at minus 130. I think anything, you know, worse than 150, it's a, it's a bad bet. So, like you said, you have to look at what the what the odds are on it. There's yeah. also a prop. Um, will the first touchdown be scored uh, Matthew, by Matthew Stafford? Um, it's a long shot for the people with the bigger bankrolls, but the price justifies the risk on this one um, because it's like – plus 4,000. Yeah. Interesting. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. Now I go like, when I look at props, I tend to look less at like player props. Um, and more so at certain kinds of props. And again, this is stuff I've picked up from some of my friends in the business who are, who are math guys. You know, there are certain props that the wise guys sort of love every year. And I will say that the value is decreasing on these because the word is getting out on them, you know. But Which what are they? Well, I'll give you one, for example, that I've bet pretty much every year and have had great success with is uh, there's a prop. Um, will the team that scores last a game? Um, yeah, like, you know, will the team, yeah, will, will the team that scores, the la- scores last in the game be the winner of the game? And – that at first glance, you would think to yourself, oh, that could go either way. Like that's like a 50, 50 bet. But when you look at the track record of it, it's uh, way more often than not. The team that wins the game is the team that scores last. And you tend to get value on that prop bet. I think it's like, I think I bet it at like minus two fifteen or something like that. Um, which again, seems like you're laying a lot, but, uh, based on the numbers and the history and the track record, it's actually uh, there's value at that number. I like it. I would yeah. I'd say that. Yeah, I mean the team that scores uh, last definitely. If I'm thinking about the games, um, they're winning that game. Yeah, I mean I'm thinking about the recent games anyway uh, the, during the playoffs. Um, there's also uh, there's a, there's also an interesting track record of more scoring happening late in the, in the latter part of the game. So there's, it's a very popular bet among the wise guys is uh, the second half will have more scoring than the first half. Um, and the logic, there's definitely been a, a theory developed and it seems to play out, which is that in the Super Bowl, it's such a big game and there's so much like pressure that there's like this feeling out period, like at the start of the game and teams are sort of just hitting each other really hard and like, they're being sort of conservative and nobody wants to make a big mistake and they just want to get their, like their, their feet on their sea legs under them. Um, and things tend to be very slow, you know, in the first quarter and in the first half. And then there's like an explosion of scoring in the second half, you know, well, the Patriots, the Patriots Super Bowls are always famous for this. Like they had that one Super Bowl against Carolina. It was like zero, zero at the end of the first quarter. It was like seven to three at halftime. And the final score was like 37, 34 or something like that. Well, I mean, that's also what happened in the playoffs with uh, with Kansas City Buffalo, and that happened with um, Tampa Bay. I mean, every like the last under the last two minute warning, 
there was like four touchdowns scored. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that too. So this is a really funny prop bet, and then we can get back to the game. But this is what I don't get. Okay, you can bet on the color of the Gatorade, right, that's going to be thrown over the um, winning coach, right? Right, right. So, you, you know, like, each color has different um, odds, like pur- purple plus $1,000. Like, you know, you get you bet $5, you're getting, it's plus 1000 You win. I mean, it's crazy. What I don't get is somebody knows what color that is. How do they not go place that bet? Um, I agree. I agree. Well, I'm sure there's – I've got to guess there's a pretty decent limit on that bet. You know what I mean? You can't go bet, you know, 20 I, – I don't think they're going to take a, a large bet on that type of a bet. Okay, you know? but it's something plus 1000 okay, and you're just yeah. one bet $100 on it. Yeah. Like, like somebody's in charge of that Gatorade. They're going to go make that purple. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand how this, like, we don't hear about this. Yeah. Um, I agree. I mean, what would stop somebody on the sidelines, like uh, some guy who's in charge of the Gatorade, for telling his buddy to put in a $100 bet at 1000 to 1 and put in purple Gatorade in there? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm insider sure there would be trading. Insider trading. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there would be an investigation of some sort, you know, if that happened. But uh, um, I don't have an answer to that. Just, you know? just enough to, to, to go under the radar. You know, you're not going to get the casino. You don't want the casino to pay out four or $500,000. Then they're, then they're going to come get you. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, 10 grand? Who doesn't want 10 grand? Uh, hey, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is there such a thing as purple Gatorade? I, I have to say, I don't know that I've seen purple Gatorade. Are you, have you seen purple Gatorade? I don't drink Gatorade, but it is. Yeah. I, I actually Googled it, and it's a prop bet. It has every color, yellow, green, blue, red, orange, and purple. <laughs> well, see, I mean, again, how hard would it be to, like, just figure out what color what? Gatorade, uh, you know, the Rams and the Bengals keep on the sidelines, you know? Yeah, I mean, somebody's got it all. I think I'm going to go um, put my detective outfit on and go to SoFi Stadium tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I, this... I can tell you what color it is, and let's go to Vegas and play some big bet on the catering. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to know what color it's going to be. The great Gatorade scandal of 2022. I mean, that's what that's what that'll turn out to be. Yeah. Gatorade Gate. Gatorade Gate. Gatorgate, yeah, we can see you, and we can see you in uh, handcuffs being led into uh, court. Um, the Gatorade, the Gatorade, uh, the Gatorade thief, or the Gatorade, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, now you got me thinking about Gatorade. That's where my mind goes. You know, I like it. <laughs> it seems like, like a very it. easy way to make money. Somebody tell me what color the Gatorade's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just call up like again. Even if it's not purple, just like call up your buddy who's like, if you have a friend who works for the Rams, what colors to get? You know, whoever's in charge of that is probably who, who knows. I mean, whoever find out who's in charge of that and just be like, what color Gatorade do you guys use? You know. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the game. Sure. But even um, 
anticipate like any, uh, do you think it's going to be a high scoring game? Like I, you know, obviously we talked about the second half being high scoring. Um, what is the total play here? I lean under, I lean under here. It opened at about, you know, 50 and a half. And it very, it very quickly came down to 48 and a half, like right away, which leads me to believe that that was smart money, wise guy money, came in on the under and, it, and sent it down to 48 and a half. And it's been pretty solid right there at 48 and a half. Um, but, you know, the Bengals, interestingly enough, like the Bengals, uh, you know, the Bengals have only scored in their three playoff games, they've scored five touchdowns. Uh, they kick a lot of field goals, the Bengals. I mean, they, they, their field goal kickers are, is a real weapon, you know, and they like to kick field goals. Um, but their offense has not been as dominant as you might think, you know. Um, and they haven't played, you know, the, the, the Titans defense is a pretty good defense where they played that one week, and they only scored 19 points in that game. Um, so what? They had uh, four field goals and a touchdown you know, against the Titans. Right. Um, but the Chiefs defense, the Raiders defense, these aren't great defenses, and they weren't exactly lighting it up against these teams, you know. Um, and now they're facing the Rams defense, which is really going to be the best caliber of defense that they've played. Uh, you, you've got Jalen Ramsey, um, who can match up pretty well. And, and of course, there's that situation that every, everyone's talking about in this game, which is the matchup of the Bengals' offensive line against the Rams' defensive line. You know, I mean, you've got Aaron Donald there and, and Von Miller, and that Rams defensive line is, you know, is, is very tough. And, and uh, the Bengals' weaknesses are offensive line. So, um, yeah, I like the matchup for the Rams' defense. Meanwhile, that Bengals' defense completely shut down Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half last week. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, I like the under. Okay. Yeah, in fact, that's another parlay that I, I, I'm actually betting. My official bet on the game, if I'm giving one out, probably is going to be a parlay with the Rams money line parlayed with the under, but I might bring the under up to about 50 and a half to the original number. Um, so, yeah, if I'm giving out an official bet, it would probably be Rams money line parlayed with under 50 and a half. Got it. Um, Rams money line. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. What what are the odds on that? Uh, it's, it, it it pays back plus money. You know what I mean, like uh, plus one forty, plus one fifty, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and not and, and you rather do the parlay and not tease it. Well, it's a version of a tease. You right. know, it, it's like a minor tease. You know, the the money line itself is like a four and a half four point tease. You know, and. Right. And I'm taking the over under up a couple of points, you know, okay. and, and you can tell, you know, you can make an argument for teasing it further for taking that over under, take it up to 52, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Um, and you get a little less payoff, you know, if you want to take it up to a point where you're getting more of an even money payoff. I didn't even think about that. And I love what you're doing because you're still making more on your money. It's not, you know, teaser is pretty much, even, I mean, well, you know, normal, but um, with the parlay, even with the buying it down to the money line and you're buying some points, you're still getting more for more bang for your buck. Yeah. 
You know, this is something I've been doing a lot lately. Like, because I'm I'm in New York, as you know, right? We just got we just got legal, like recently in New York, and I'm betting. You know, I don't know if I want to say the name of the who I'm betting with right now, but I'm betting on my phone, and it's very easy now for every game. You can just go in there, and there's like a little sliding. There's like a little line with like a circle, and you can slide it to any line you want, and it just adjusts the money line anywhere you want to go. You know, so. Instead of betting like a straight teaser where I'm like locked into like six points either way, I can finally calibrate it like to the exact what I need here. You know what I mean? Like, um, you can also make an argument that you don't even need to bet the Rams money line, but take the Rams down to two and a half, get below a field goal. You know what I mean? Like, and, 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 you know, these are all little minor calibrations you can make on your own, you know? Um, but. Interesting. Instead, instead of having to do like a six-point teaser, you can just say, "All right, I only want to do three points up on the over/under, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be getting a better payback on, on, on money-wise." You know. Amazing. All right. Well, um, any final thoughts? So, what should we look out for for this game? I mean, um, when's the last the Rams were in the Super Bowl? What with Tampa Bay? I mean, not Tampa Bay with the uh, Patriots with Brady, right? They went to the Super Bowl and lost. Yep. And that was a very low-scoring game. Um, yes, the Patriots' defense really sort of shut down the Rams' offense in that game, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, totally different team now. Uh, but this Different is their, quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is their second trip to the bowl in recent Well, uh, in, in the Sean McVay era, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, so I'm sticking with my Rams. Um, I think Stafford's going to pull it off. Uh, <laughs> That's the one thing we haven't talked about, like is Stafford. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the one thing about the Rams, I will say, if there's one thing that that I wonder about is the, the pressure in this game is definitely on the Rams. You know, like Stafford and McVay, they need this. You know, like Stafford does not want to come out here and lay an egg. Whereas the Bengals – this is kind of like gravy for them. Like, I don't imagine the Bengals are feeling a lot of pressure in this game. Like, they can lose this game, and everyone's going to be like, what you did was awesome. You know what I mean? Whereas if the Rams lose this game, everyone's going to be like, what happened? You know? So, mm-hmm. I do think the pressure is on the Rams. And to me, that's, that's the key to the game. The Rams, I think, are the better team. Um, and it's just a question of how does Stafford and the Rams handle the pressure. You know what I mean? If it's a close game late, do they start to get nervous? Uh, is Joe Burrow, like Mr. Cool, as they say, like is he just going to – is he going to be clutch and is Stafford going to lay an egg or, or get nervous in the big moments? That, to me, is like the key to the game. If Stafford sure. is clutch and can handle the pressure and plays his best game, then I think the Rams will win. I agree. Well, it's been an amazing season. And you've been an amazing co-host. I've loved every minute of our talks. I hope that we've made a lot of people's money. I keep getting DMs from listeners saying thank you. Um, and it's just been wonderful. And we hope to continue here. And we want to say thank you to Kaylin, who's always there recording us. Absolutely. Um, a shout out to Mike. And we are Rocco and Bling. And it's been a wonderful season. And here's to uh, 2022 fall and another season for the Raiders. How about that? Absolutely. Winner, winner with Rock and Bling. Love you guys.